I love the Bible. It's the most amazing book to have ever existed. Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church, and Choir Talks is my weekly podcast. And if you followed it all, you know that each week we just jump into the Bible and pull from it some insights or thoughts that, that help us live. The Bible is powerful and it's unique. It's unique in its creation. There were around 40 different human writers, but as the Bible reports of itself, there's only one author, and that is God. The Bible is made up of um, various types of literature. Uh, it is written uh, across many geographical locations and comes from many different cultures. It's written in three different languages. It was composed in three different languages. Uh, and it was written over the course of about 15 centuries. It's an ancient book, which causes many people to wonder if it's really faithful or reliable. But the truth is the Bible blows away every other book from antiquity. Even the most uh, stringent critics of the Bible would concede that it is the best attested, the best preserved book from all of ancient times. The Bible is unique in its teachings. Uh, things like uh, teaching about a, a God who is three persons in one, or the idea that salvation can come as a free gift, or even the assurance of one having eternal life. The Bible is unique in its unity. With all the different writers and cultures and topics and circumstance, it all reads very much like a unified book with a central story that unfolds from beginning to end. A child can read, but even brilliant scholars are baffled and struggle to understand it. Today I want to take just one verse. This verse is important um, because one of the main reasons we have choir talks is to show that the Bible is powerful and it speaks to those of us who search it. So today here's a verse that carries that theme. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, this verse has been scrutinized a lot through the years, especially for that phrase, All Scripture is God-breathed. I'm not going to try to iron out that uh, particular phrase for you in this in this short talk um, that might take an hour for me to defend what I believe that that is referring to but the Bible reports itself um, to be God breathed and let's just say that that means that there's a supernatural partnership between the humans that wrote it and the Holy Spirit so that the words produced were the words that God intended this phrase implies that even though humans wrote words, God is the one who initiated and perfected the words. I believe the Bible is reliable and it's true because God is its author and its author is reliable and true. But today I want to focus on the next part of that scripture. It says God, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful. That's the word I want you to hear today. It's useful. Uh, and then it gives us ways that it is useful. It says it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, 
and training in righteousness. So let's focus on that word useful for just a second. And let's start with the context, because when you read the Bible, you can't just take a verse like I'm doing so far in this talk out of context. You have to read the context. So let me let you understand that the context here in this uh, letter letter from Paul to Timothy is that uh, Paul is uh, warning Timothy about how the culture around him culture around him is uh, sinful and is spiraling downward and downward. He warns that the evil uh, in the culture around him will challenge the truth of God. And he charges Timothy to be faithful, even in the midst of a difficult and sinful generation. So it's into that context that he says this, all scripture is God-breathed and useful. And then he gives them him those four reasons that it's useful. So let's look at those real quick. Uh, first of all, he says it's useful for teaching. And so what he's referring to here is that the Bible, Scripture, reveals truth. The Scripture reveals truth. There are so many questions in life like, why are we here? Is there a God? What is he like? What happens when we die? Um, There's so many questions that we have. How How do I know right from wrong? How do I raise my family? How do I relate to my wife or my husband? How do I manage my money? How do I manage my emotions or temptations? And can I be wise? The Bible gives us not just advice on these questions and many others, but it gives us reliable truth, truth that we can count on because it's God's truth. Without the Bible, there's no reliable authority and uh, we're stuck with just our own unreliable opinions. And the opinions of each current culture at the moment um, are just examples of imperfect people and their own thinking. But the Bible gives us absolute truth. It teaches God's truth. So it is useful to keep us from error, to keep us from being wrong in the way that we think and how we live. The Bible is useful for teaching. Secondly, he says the Bible is useful for rebuke or reproof. And the idea here is that the Bible reveals sin. It helps us to see and understand what is sinful. What what are the things in this world, in our culture, that do not live up to God's holy standards? And what is it in ourself that does not live up to God's holy standard? When we deviate from what God's truth is, uh, then the Bible helps us to see that and to see that it's sin. Now, nobody appreciates rebuke in the moment. We don't like to see our sin, but it's only when we are confronted with sin that we have the opportunity to change, to turn and do what is right and seek out what is right. We have the opportunity to avoid destructive, uh, the, the destructive power of sin and its consequences in our life. So the Bible is useful for, re- for rebuke. The Bible is useful for correction. So here's the good news. Not only do we see and understand sin and our sinful uh, behaviors, but there's a remedy in the Bible. The Bible gives us correction. It reveals the path back from failure, the, the path out of sin. It shows us sin, but it also shows us a way to get right with God, to get right with other people, and to get right with ourselves. 
the Bible is useful for correction. And then lastly, it says the Bible is useful for training in righteousness. So here the idea is that the Bible reveals wisdom. Uh, wisdom is what happens when you have gone through a um, the cycle of uh, sin, realizing your sin, and then being corrected by uh, God's word. The end result is that you've been trained in righteousness. Uh, you've been trained to understand uh, the power of sin and how to overcome it. And, and in that, there's wisdom so that you don't get lost in that same loop uh, the next time in life. Uh, the Bible keeps us from foolishness. Teaching, rebuke, and correction, um, these are all life training that help us grow as Christ followers. So the Bible is useful for training in righteousness, training in how to live right and in a right relationship with God. And then here's the result. The last phrase says that all of this, um, the Bible does all this so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So as the Bible trains us in righteousness, the result is that we come to maturity and that maturity enables us to serve God and to serve others. The Bible is a useful book. It's powerful in the lives of those who read it and seek the truth in it and seek to be changed by that truth. Have a great day and read your Bible.